Um, so yeah, it's, it's very important not to compare yourself to other people. Um, just, I guess, you know, what you can say is just, just, just stick to your own lane, Yeah, your own lane. Um, Hey guys, it's Cobinho, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Making Sense with Cobinho. This is where we'll talk about random thoughts on random topics. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Making Sense with Cobinho. Uh, I'm your host for today. We will uh, let's welcome our guest for today. Uh, let's welcome Mark Jerome Valencia. Hello, man. How are you? I'm very good, thanks. How are you, Kevin? Good. I'm good actually. Yeah, I'm, I've been busy, but getting on uh, with um, you know because I got I got my business here, so I've been getting on with that on the side. The, the Filipino food business, right? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Um, how are you? Uh, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Um, right. So I'm I'm currently an English language assistant at a primary school here in the um, province of Valencia. Mm-hmm. So I teach I teach primary school kids having access uh, to justice for for vulnerable people within um, the southwest area of London. Did that for for a year and four months. Before that, I was uh, studying law uh, at university. Oh, nice! I always wanted to just take a break, um, maybe move to another country, learn another language, learn about a different culture, but never really had the opportunity to because obviously I went straight into work. So um, I applied for, for this role as an English language assistant uh, through the British Council. I think it was no, November, November 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, um, was accepted onto the program and here I am. I guess, yeah, so the, the motivation to move abroad is just to, you know, get that break, that I've, I always wanted to have after university, but also to learn about Spanish culture, yeah. improve, my, improve my language skills. Um, speaking in terms of traveling, I mean, you traveled, what was it, last year during the pandemic, isn't it? How how, how was that like? Because I know um, most of us have not been given the opportunity to travel. So especially during the pandemic, you know, I do believe it's different now, isn't it? Yeah, so... I, I moved to Spain in September, September 2020, right when things were going like really bad in the UK. Um, mm-hmm. Cases were rising, death rates were rising, everything was rising, uh, rising and everything was just, you know, it, it was an absolute mess, especially the way that the, the government was handling things. And so obviously, uh, when, I had, when I had applied, um, I didn't know that there was going to be a global pandemic by the time that I moved. Yeah. That I was going to move. So there was obviously that that uncertainty before I left. Um, I, I was actually contemplating whether whether or not I should make this move. But eventually, I I, I came over that fear uh, and took the the brave and bold decision of of relocating uh, in the middle of a global pandemic. Um, and there were definitely a lot of challenges uh, attached to it. First being the health related issues. Yeah. You know, obviously, this is. You know the coronavirus is very deadly, and you know you, you can catch any time. And obviously, when you're moving from country to country, the I guess the you know you're, you're more exposed to it. Yeah. So that 
increases the likelihood of, of maybe you, you catching it. Definitely very scary in terms of health um, concerns. So uh, other, than, other than health issues, um, there were also the, the logistical issues of, of moving abroad, right? Um, mm-hmm. Given that there, there were so many travel restrictions placed, um, that meant that, you know, booking my flight was a, was a gamble because I wouldn't know, I didn't know at the time whether or not Spain would accept me into the country. Yeah. And obviously my anxiety um, levels increased because of this, right? Um, and yeah, I guess another challenge that I faced was the, the Spanish bureaucracy, right? Um, moving to another country, um, having to sign up for, for a residency card, having to go through all of the, 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 the hurdles, such as filling out all of these, these uh, forms that are in a completely different language, um, having to attend so many appointments just to get a residency card, signing up for a bank account. Yeah. All very, very difficult. Uh, but yeah, I mean, through, through, um, through patience, through persistence, I, I, I managed to overcome all of these things and here I am. Here you are. well done though i mean i can't i can't imagine you know all those paperworks especially in different language as well Um, yeah it's it's definitely very tough but um fortunately i had um somebody to help me with with all of that one of my teachers uh her name's sarah actually so she was she was kind enough to talk me through the process explain things translate things so yeah i mean awesome amazing lady um, so speaking about Spain, have, have you lived in Spain before or is this the first time you're living there? This is, this is actually the first time. First I, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the first time I've, I've lived abroad by myself. Um, I've, I've visited Spain mm-hmm. quite a few times. Um, I think it's actually the, the most visited country um, for me. I've, I've been to Spain maybe five times, I think. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, I've been to Barcelona twice, uh, Mallorca twice, and uh, Tenerife once. Oh, but you know what? Six times if you include now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, before we can we move on to the second segment, uh, why don't you tell me a little bit more of uh, have you found anything interesting this time around or anything new, you know, that sort living, I mean, live, living by yourself, right, in, in Spain, that's that must be some something new for you yeah 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 so um it's definitely a big contrast you know valencia and and london um i think the 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 first thing the first thing to consider is is the weather right yeah oh yeah Yeah. of course (laughs) i mean i'm sure you know how how bad weather can be in the uk right yeah you can experience uh you know four different seasons in one day Exactly. <laughs> if you're living in the UK. Um, but here it's just when I, when I had arrived, it was sunny all the time, very hot, um, clear skies, could visit, visit the beach at any time, um, could go for a hike because, uh, yeah, I, I live right next to a mountain, right? Oh. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty nice. Um, it's, it's pretty nice. I've also met a lot of people, surprisingly. The restrictions here in Spain, when I had initially arrived, weren't as strict as they are compared to the UK. Compared to here, yeah. Where, where, you know, in the UK, restaurants, gyms, cafes are all closed, right? Mm -hmm. But when I arrived in Spain, 
all of these were open for me. So I was basically living um, close to close to normal life. I could go to the gym and work out. Um, I could go to to the restaurant and have a have a very good meal with uh, with with friends. And you know, I could gather with with people as well, like in in, in big groups. Yeah. So yeah, it's 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 definitely been very interesting living in Spain so far. Um, and I'm very happy that I've I made the decision to move. So for our second segment, let's um, dig deeper to your experiences over there uh, and tell us what you've learned so far. Um, let's say for yourself, for for anything around you. Um, yeah, tell us a little bit more about it. Right. So yeah, I mean that's that's a very good question. Um, there's many things that I've I've learned so far living in Spain. One of them is the importance of self-reflection. As a teacher, you're you're required to to create lesson plans, think of different activities that you could use in the classroom in order to to help uh, the students improve their their levels of English. Mm-hmm. Um, and given given my role, I need to think of how best to to improve. Like for example, if an activity is is going is going well, I need to need to figure out. Uh, what a, what it is about that activity mm-hmm. that I'm doing right. Maybe if an activity is isn't going so well, I need to think about what I've done wrong, right? So my role as as a as someone who who's helping these kids learn English requires a lot of self reflection in the sense yeah. that I need to you know look back on on my practices and figure out what's what, what best to do in the future. Um, and it's a process, right? It's a process. Um, and it's something that I've uh, learned whilst I've, whilst I've been living here. And I've, you know, not only applied it to my, to my uh, work life, but also to my, to my personal life. Um, I guess, you know, an example that I can give you is that when I had arrived, um, I, I weighed what, like 74 kg. Yeah. I was out of shape. I was I was in the worst shape of my life, um, and so you know I, I I took some time to to think about this very carefully, you know, because being overweight isn't a good thing, mm-hmm. right? There's, there's a lot of health issues related to that, and so I thought, you know what? How can I how can I improve myself? I looked at my diet, you know, as a as a Filipino person, Filipino food is like, you know, it tastes so good. That's true. <laughs> you know when you, <clears throat> I mean, what, what what's your Filipino? What's your favorite Filipino food? Ooh, I got a lot actually. I would, I would, let's just go for adobo. That's okay. that's one of my favorite. Yeah. Right. If you're, you know, if you're, if your mom cooks adobo, right, and she cooks it nice, you know, exactly how you like yeah. it. Yeah. You're not just gonna have one plate of adobo and rice. Exactly. You're gonna have more and more, you know, until you, you know, you're you're ready to go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it does to you, and you. Kind of the Filipino food, it's it's so high in in like salt and sodium because you you know there's a lot of soy sauce, yeah, of oil, right? And I always I, I love Filipino food. I eat it. I ate it too much, but I realized that this isn't good if you're consuming it too much. Yeah. And so you know on 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 self reflection, I realized that this you know was one of my one of my weaknesses, and it was something that I needed to to control. 
Um, and that's and and that's what self-reflection affords you. It, it allows you uh, an opportunity to look at what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong, mm -hmm. how you can best improve. And so far, um, I've definitely improved um, in terms of my my fitness goals. I'm eating my I'm, I'm eating healthier food. I'm, I have a, I have a more balanced diet, and I was and as a result, I've I've been able to to cut down on my weight. I think I weigh like what, 64 kg now, which is actually oh, the light. Nice. Yeah, it's crazy because when I arrived, I was the heaviest I had ever been. Yeah. Now I'm the lightest I have ever been. So it's, you know, that's and you're, more, you're more active as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm more active. So like I said, right, the gym's um still open. Um, I live right next to a mountain, so I go for hikes mm -hmm. uh, a few times a month. Also go for for runs. So you know, self reflection. You know, that's, that's definitely a very important aspect or trait to yeah. have, right? To be able to, to reflect upon your, your strengths and your weaknesses and think about how best to move forward. Another lesson I've learned is the importance of getting out of your comfort zone and what mm -hmm. this can do to better yourself as a person, right? Um, one of the things that I've I've done here to get out of my comfort zone is I've I've signed up to to dance classes. <laughs> I I signed up to to salsa, tango, and Afro dance. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, it's something that you would you wouldn't have ever you know imagined me doing, right? Yeah. Given given my background, because you know I I used to box. Um, during during university mm -hmm. and that was my that was my sport loved it to bits when i arrived in spain first thing i did was try to find um a boxing gym and there were there were none available you know they were all full and i thought you know what screw this uh this search i'm gonna look for something different to do and so i came across this dance academy in my town and i thought you know what Instead of doing boxing, which is something that I'm, you know, always, always doing and so used yeah. to, I'm going to try something new. So, yeah, I, I signed up to, to, to dance, right? Um, I've been doing it for, what, like four, four or five months now. Um, and I can honestly say it's, it's actually been one of the best decisions I've made. It was definitely very challenging at the beginning, given that, you know, I've never danced in, in you know the 23 years of my existence yeah i mean i would imagine so because like if it's something that you've never done before and you, you know you're just doing it for the first time i would imagine it's very very challenging you know i think it's just it's not just for for some people i think it's for everyone really who are trying out things for the first time getting out of your comfort zone is is definitely a very important thing to to, to do because it helps you to realize that things that you thought were impossible to do in the past mm -hmm. are actually possible if you put in the time and effort needed yeah. to you know make it work for example i found it very difficult to get used to the steps in salsa at the very beginning you know i was all over the place um but over time through practice um you know by just putting in the work I've been able to overcome that, and now I'm—I I'm, guess I'd like to think that I, that I'm pretty good 
at dance now you know yeah so yeah it's 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 a very important um that's one of the most important lessons that I've learned so far is is getting out of your comfort zone because you know there's there's so many um benefits that you can reap from doing so a final final lesson I've learned um whilst living in Spain is the importance of uh communication between between your friends and your family um I know that at this moment it's very difficult to maintain communication with with your friends and family because you might be stuck at home mm-hmm. um isolated from these people uh without you know the opportunity to to go out for for a, for a decent meal um at, at a at a restaurant given that you know lock, lockdown restrictions are, are in place in the UK um but I've realized that despite the challenges um, that the the pandemic is uh, presenting us, we should still make an effort to to reach out to to, to friends and family. You mm-hmm. know, whether it be through through FaceTime or WhatsApp video call, because ultimately, you know, we are we are social we are social beings, human beings without this aspect in their life is, 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 it's nothing, right? This is, this is part of our nature. We need to be out there communicating, speaking, that's true, that's true. Uh, feeling, you know, touching, whatever. Um, because that's, that's what makes us human at the end of the day, right? When I arrived uh, in Spain, um, I, I had no, no family, no friends here. It's very difficult at the beginning, but I realized that there are so many different avenues to make friends. For example, at work, um, at the gym, at the dance academy, uh, th- through the through my program, um, I, I managed to reach out with some of the other language assistants on my program. Program, and so far, it's 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 been an amazing experience. You know, I've I've learned so much about Spanish culture, um, learn about other people's experiences in life, and yeah, it's 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 absolutely amazing. So definitely really enjoying my experience so far here in Spain. Uh, let's talk about the future. Um, are you planning to stay on uh, or stay, stay there in Spain uh, as an English teacher? Or are you planning to pursue teaching, you know, further education? Or are you, going back, are you planning to go back to law? I'm, I'm still planning to, to go into law. Um, so far, whilst I've, whilst I've been living in Spain, I've made two applications for vacation schemes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what a vacation scheme is is it's a um, it's basically an internship uh, that lasts maybe a week or two at uh, a law firm, right? So I've applied to two vacation schemes so far. Um, one of them I've had to complete an assessment center uh, for, uh, and yeah, an assessment center is basically where they they complete uh, an interview. You had to do a written exercise and you know a whole bunch of other tests. Uh, did did one of those last week because the firm, one of the firms I've applied to, recruits heavily through its vacation scheme. Um, and for for the next few months, I'm planning to make applications for training contracts, uh, which is basically you know the the process of um, becoming a lawyer uh, in the UK. Um, 
so yeah i mean i'm i'm pretty i'm pretty uh busy with 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 applications up until june july which is pretty much the deadline for for these training contracts but i would i would still be open to doing another year of uh, mm. teaching english in spain um because the whole training contract process is is very long and given that I'm, i've graduated already there there will be yeah. a bit of a gap if i do manage to secure a training contract I would, yeah, I'd, I'd be open to to staying on um, as as a language assistant at my school for another year. It's 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 funny because uh, the the head teacher has actually offered me um, the the opportunity to complete another year. So, I guess you know I'm 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 open to that suggestion, but ultimately I, I'm pretty much focused on securing that training contract and becoming a lawyer in the in the UK. Nice, congrats! I mean, you got your your plan laid out for you um good luck with good luck with uh your future endeavors yeah thank you. <laughs> thank you very much man um last but not the least before we end the segment what advice can you give to those who are um you know planning on doing what you're doing or to those who don't know what to do you know after they graduate I guess my my best advice to people who have just recently graduated or are about to graduate and don't really know what they want to do with with their lives is to not compare yourself to to other people. I like that. Uh, I think I think it's very important to to remind yourself of this because some people get lost in in thinking that oh this guy's done this I need to do this too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Like that's not that's not how life works, you know. Somebody somebody with a with a completely different background and upbringing to you um, might seem as if you know they're 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 doing an amazing job uh, with with their with their professional life, right? Mm-hmm. But it's important to understand that your life is completely different to that other person's life, um, and as a result, you know expectations should be different. Um, so yeah, it's, it's very important not to compare yourself to other people. Um, just, I guess, you know, what you can say is just, just, just stick to your own lane, your own lane. Um, you know, let, let the, the timing of, of the universe just, yeah. Uh, work it's magic, I guess, because whatever you're searching for will eventually come through. Yeah. Right. I totally agree with that because, like, I wish somebody told me that you know before before graduating, that you know take your time and don't compare yourself. You should you should live your life with with your own expectations mm-hmm. in mind, and not and not live your life through the expectations of others. If that if that makes sense, I don't know if that makes yeah. sense. Basic basically, what I'm trying to say is that if somebody's doing X, right, and and you know they're they're doing an amazing job at doing X. You might automatically think that you too should do X. Yeah, but that's not that's not what what you really want to do. You know, maybe you want to do Y or Z. Yeah, whatever. Don't get caught up in this whole you know comparison game and trying to do the same thing mm-hmm. as other people because ultimately, at the end of the day, you know this is this is your life, man. You can only you know do do your own thing. So for our audience participation, I ask you guys: Where, if you could go, if you could move to any countries during the pandemic, where would you go? And um, I want to shout out five people. 
Now, there's some really good ones here. Um, unfortunately, I won't be able to mention all of you, but thank you so much for your participation. Uh, the first one I want to shout out is at Precious Banikid. Banikid? Banikid. <laughs> she said Australia slash Hawaii. True. I want to go visit Australia and Hawaii soon too. Um, the next one is uh, Adrian R.INC. He said Korea. I've been watching a lot of K-dramas with my parents lately. So it is something that I really want to visit. Um, I don't know about moving though, because I don't know the quality of life over there, but I would like to visit it. Definitely. Uh, next one is I want to give a shout out to at Frances Cat. She said New Zealand. They've handled COVID so well. I would love to move there. <laughs> um, uh, the fourth one is at CD Boyson. She said Japan. As you know, I've been a big fan of Japan. I want to move there, even though you know COVID or not, I want to move there someday. And for our last one, I want to give a shout out because it is, yeah, I want to give a shout out to at R.E. Chows. She said USA, Hawaii, or Philippines. So USA, Hawaii, or Philippines, but the province where there's no COVID. Yeah. Imagine going to Philippines, to the province, you wake up with the sound of the rooster or the chickens, you know, have pandasol for breakfast. And there's no COVID, you know, no have to you don't have to wear a mask. How delightful is that? Um, yeah, so thank you guys for your audience participation. I truly am grateful for your participation. So for a top recommendation for those who have not listened to my podcast before, I'd like to recommend uh anything to you guys. This can be a website, an app, game, anything really. Um, let's ask Jerome. What would he like to recommend to you guys? Listen to uh, and uplift you. I, I, w- I would highly recommend this book. Our uh, audience today is a book called Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. You know, whether it be you don't know what to do in your life um, and you're trying to figure out and how, how he went from being um, an overweight and depressed person mm-hmm. um, to, to becoming uh, a very important figure in sports, who's run numerous ultra marathons and won. He, he went on to joining the, the US military and became um, a very inspiring person over there. Um, and also just an amazing personal trainer and motivator. So um, I highly recommend this book for, for people who are maybe in a very you know difficult situation at the moment, for example, you know, like, like we were talking about earlier, maybe, yeah. maybe you're, a, you're a recent graduate and you don't know what to do. Uh, maybe because of the pandemic, you've lost your job or you're just, you know, having, having a, a, a difficult time um, at school, at uni, or at work, or just facing some, some personal issues and, and need. It's really good. It's a really good app. There's an app that you can, uh, you know, free your mind and read through five minute knowledge and insight hacks from the world's best books, educational courses and documentaries. These are from credible sources, uh, from leading authors, instructors and creative minds. So I suggest you to download it. It's it's really inspirational. Um, Can give you a hack from anything really. So um, well, depending on your account, on your preferences. So for my one, 
my top three categories are about lifestyle, about um, uh, mind and philosophy, and personal growth. So there's a lot, a lot of different topics and a lot of different things to, you know, knowledge hacks. Nice, nice, nice. So yeah, that's my you, recommendation. You say it's it's uh, improved your your productivity so far. Yeah, I would say yeah. <laughs> From what I've read, I've read um, it's because it's kind of like an ex. There's a it's a bunch of like excerpts from books. Right. So, um, quote of the week uh, is from the book by David Goggins, um, and it goes like this: Life is not going to pick us up when we fall. There will be forks in the road, knives in your back, mountains to climb. And we are only capable of living up to the image we create for ourselves. So prepare yourself. Um, and that's that's a, that's a quote that has really, you know, taken taken me, you know, by surprise, and um, you know, reinforces this this uh, this idea that despite the challenges that you may face in your personal or your career. Your, 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 your personal, your professional life. It's always something that you can overcome if you yeah. just take a step back, think about it carefully, figure out what your strategy is. Um, and then, yeah, put in the work in, in doing so, you know? So yeah, that's, that's the quote of, uh, of the week from uh, yeah. David Goggins's book. Thank you very much, everyone. Um, this is our episode for today, and I really, I, I really, honest, honest to God, I, I really enjoyed it. I, you know, all these the stories that you've given, and how you started dancing. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and like I said, it, it, like I said, from Maria, it really inspired me. So yeah, huge thank you to our guest, Mark Jerome. So thank you very much for. No, thank you, thank you for me. having me on. It's been a pleasure. So why don't you give us your social media and shout and your shout outs? Right. So um, my my Instagram um, is at Tarantado one. Right. Um, and and for my for my uh, you know for for my non non Tagalog speaking friends out there, Tarantado <laughs> Tarantado basically means idiot, stupid, dumb foolish right um i think when i was trying to create my my username or my, my instagram account i couldn't really think of a think of a a good username and and you know thought you know what let me use this because as a kid i used to always get in trouble right by my by my parents by my grandparents my uncles and aunties whenever i did something wrong they would they'd always tell me ah Tarantado ka talaga, no? <laughs> and I'm, I'm just like, oh, like, okay. And, it, and it's kind of stuck with me. It's always been, you know, a name that I've gone by throughout my life. Yeah. Not, that wanted, not that I've wanted <laughs> to, but, you know, it's just stuck. So I thought, you know what, let me just use this. So, yeah, um, you can find me on Instagram at Tarantado1. Um, yeah, shout outs. Yeah, so uh, I'd, I'd like to give a shout out to uh, Maths Gang. Maths Gang is, uh, is, uh, is a group of friends uh, that I grew up with during, uh, during secondary school. 
really uh really appreciate them you know still keeping in touch to this day uh also uh sacra blue group of university friends <laughs> um that I've, I've come to to know as as very very good uh people in my life um also old spice um this is a this is actually an instagram account um old with an e dot spice if you're if you're into um premium vintage clothing and you're based in copenhagen denmark check them out it's run by one of my very good friends uh for hat um and yeah check check them out i guess also shout out to brian my boy brian brian chanella sanna uh appreciate that guy he's always he's always keeping in contact with me no matter what awesome yeah you never know he might be a future guest in this this podcast oh sweet (laughs) you never know (laughs) um i want to give a shout out to my friend um angel uh it'll be yes actually her birthday yesterday so happy birthday to you and um, she's supporting me through the podcast, and I really appreciate that. And uh, obviously, shout out to all of you guys who have listened to this episode and could be supporting my my podcast. Um, you can follow me on social media at Making Sense with Calvinio. I post a lot of audience particip- participation over there, so you so I can give you a shout. Um, also, you can become a Patreon uh, or Patron. Sorry, uh, follow me on patreon.com forward slash Making Sense with Calvinio. And yeah, that's that's it for today. So thank you very much, Mark Jerome Valencia, no, <laughs> our salsa you. dancer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you. Yeah. See you guys next next week. Bye.